Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Welcome everyone to yet another edition of the Wrestling Guild Podcast, a podcast free of charge, dedicated to everything that has to do with Impact Wrestling. Well, mostly their shows and some news and stuff like that. My name is Chris Mary Hoffman. Today, once again, without Nick E. Anderson, who is on holiday, as I announced last episode. Um, today is going to be a little bit of a different episode. It is going to be a twofer. Uh, the go home shows right before Slammiversary. I'm going to be reviewing Bash at the Beach, Bash at the Brewery, sorry, Freudian slip there, Bash at the Brewery and Deep Impact, the two shows that were right before Slammiversary. Um, but first of all, this, this podcast is brought to you by the SLTD Podcast Wrestling Network. Uh, don't forget to go in on sltdwrestling.com to find all your podcast needs and all your wrestling news needs, but also brought to you by powerslam.tv. Go in and check yourself out. 4,000 plus hours of wrestling. Well, so we're going to talk about Bash at the Brewery, as I said, uh, and also a Deep Impact. Um, and what I said last time, um, was that in the, the final impact before Slammiversary didn't show, feel a lot like a go-home show. Not many exciting things happened. These two, though, a lot more action, a lot more things happening. Let's start with Bash at the Brewery. I'm going to be giving all these uh, matches a star rating and then choose a wrestler that I would like to see in Impact. Uh, so Bash at the Brewery was an Impact RCW joint. Um, and we start off with Rascals uh, versus Matthew Palmer, Andy Dalton, and Steve Steve Arino. Steve O'Reno. That was his name. Steve O'Reno. Um, anyway, this was a high pass, uh, high fast paced match. A lot of action back and forth. The Rascals dominating a lot of times doing their thing. People love the Rascals here. And of course, going into Slammiversary, um, to challenge uh, LAX uh, for the, the Tag Team Championships. They need a win and momentum. Um, Rascals win with a high-flying combo. Four and a half stars I gave this match. Um, Eddie Edwards cuts a promo on Elgin, who he's going to face. Cage comes out later in the ring and cuts a promo uh, on Elgin as well. Uh, Moose comes out and talks uh, smack, saying Cage is... Uh, looking past him because they're going to face each other. Elgin attacks Cage, yeah, attacks Cage from behind, but Moose stops him from using a chair, but Elgin does it anyway, uh, and Cage is basically taken out. Um, OVE cuts a promo about uh, what they're going to do in the match this evening. Uh, and then we have Falabov versus Anthony Andrews. Uh, this is also a good back and forth. Um, 
and they're really pushing Falaba right now, which is interesting because uh, you're kind of wondering what title he would go through. This is why they need a mid-card title in Impact. Uh, Bao wins uh, with uh, his Falabam or Banzai drop. I gave this 3.75 stars. This was decent, not the best I've seen out of Falaba, but pretty good. In the back, Elgin is upset uh, and uh, hates on Cage. Moose is also upset. He says he wants a title shot, and he's starting to, and I mean, the thing is that 2019 is quickly coming to a close here, and Moose was saying that he was going to be champion by the end of this year. Uh, so Elgin says he can have the title shot. He, he doesn't, he can have a title shot if Elgin wins tonight. Elgin also says, or well, he wins a slammiversary, he says. Elgin also says that, uh, um, that he's going to fight and take out Eddie Edwards. Uh, we had Havoc versus Jordan Grace in the next match. Um, it is thrown out uh, after uh, Sue Young palm strikes uh, Jordan Grace. Uh, Rosemary comes out and attacks Havoc, and Rosemary calls for a tag team match. So it's Havoc, Sue Young versus Rosemary and Jordan Grace. Uh, which ends with Rosemary hitting a spear on Sue Young to win. I gave it 3.75. It was decent. Rosemary still looking a little sluggish in the ring, uh, hoping she's going to get into ring shape soon. Uh, I know that she's working on it, but I mean, it's looking a little uh, sad. Uh, then we had Madman Fulton and OVE versus Tessa Blanchard, Willie Mack, and Rich Swan. This was a really good match. Uh, all of these things. The one thing, the weak card, is still Madman Fulton. I just don't think he can cut it. He's a big man. I understand that. He's going to move a little bit differently and have a different moveset. But he really need, I mean, no, it's just not convincing. It's a, I don't know. Um, Tessa hits Magnum on Dave Christ to win. I gave this 4.75, though, because this was an awesome back-and-forth match. The OVE and the rest of them made up for Fulton. Uh, Michael Elgin versus Moose versus Eddie Edwards, uh, which ends up with Elgin hitting Eddie Edwards with the Elgin bomb. Um, four and a half stars, which was good. Of course, with these three guys can be anything other than good. We have LAX uh, versus the North in a World Heavyweight Championship match. Very good. These two teams gel so well together. Good back and forth. Uh, shenanigans ensue as Ethan Page hits uh, Santana with the belt. And the North win and become champions. And this is a really interesting t t turn of events here because then the Rascals are supposed to be facing LAX. Uh, what's going to happen next? Uh, really crazy. Um, so yeah, the North, the new champions at one of these matches. That's why so is it is so important that one goes and, and uh, checks out these specials that they have, these one night only kind of specials that they do on the Impact Plus. Then we had Sammy Callahan versus RED in the main event. Uh, very different type of match between the two. Obviously different styles. Jake Christ uh, tries to interfere. Tessa Blanchard stops him. RED hits the five star frog splash on Sammy under a chair and it ends up be, uh, 
he ended up winning. Uh, 3.75 for me. And that was the last match of, uh, of Bash at the Brewery. Uh, not much to say. It was mo mostly uh, Impact guys versus each other. I didn't really find uh, a wrestler here that was um, that I would think is like, well, this is worth Impact match worthy. Maybe Anthony Andrews uh, because of his look. But that was basically it. Uh, but the following night, it was Deep Impact. It was Impact versus uh, ROW, Booker T's. Uh, they've been pushing this quite a bit. <coughs> so... And I would say, uh, overall, it delivered. Uh, it started out with Jordan Grace versus Alex Gracia, uh, who I thought was named Garcia first. Uh, but this was really good, back and forth. Jordan Grace dominated. It was a short match. Grace hits the Grace driver for the win. I give it four stars because was, there was really uh, no botches, no messed up moves, anything like that. Uh, then we had La Familia versus the Rascals. Uh, La Familia being Diego de la Cruz and Vega, and the Rascals represented by Wentz and Dez. Um, here, this was also good. These two teams, very similar in style, although the La Familia a little bit shorter. Uh, La Familia win with, uh, um, with, their, uh, with their move, El Barrio Buster, I guess it was called. Four stars for this one as well. Um, could have been a little, could have elevated a little bit, but overall, very, very good. Um, and here it was kind of revealed that, that they were competing each other against each other, Impact versus ROW competing each other. Um, so it was 1 1 score here, tied up. Um, then we had Moose versus Mysterious Q. It's interesting that um, choice of name, Mysterious Q, apparently, like the face. Somehow, somewhat of ROW and then such a strange name. Um, this is a good back and forth Mysterious Q, a very good wrestler actually, uh, very accomplished. And that also makes it very difficult that he had such a queer kind of name. Uh, Moose hits the no jackhammer needed for the win though. Then we had a elimination uh, match. It was six on each side, six versus six. <laughs> It was uh, Josh Alexander, Ethan Page, Dave Chris, Jake Chris, Madman Fulton, and Willie Mack who are on Team Impact. And then on Team ROW, it was uh, Adrian Christian, I think. Uh, Isaiah, Will Lionheart, uh, Lionheart, no, Will Lockhart, Brian Keith, Brendan Steen, and Cameron Cole. I think I got those all right. Um, and they would go back and forth. People are eliminated. It's high flying and crazy. And then in the end, it's Steen who wins with a jackknife pin um, on one of the Christs. I think it was four four stars for this. It was a little sloppy, a lot very difficult to see what was going on. <clears throat> then we had Sammy Canahan versus. Uh, Terrell Tramps, Terrell Temps, uh, and this kind of didn't go anywhere. It ended up in a double countout. They just started fighting on the outside, um, so it like was thrown out. I don't know what the point of that was. Uh, nothing at all. Uh, we had Michael Elgin after that versus Moonshine Mantel. 
Uh, and this was a really good match because Moonshine Mantel reminded me his look looked a lot like Sami Zayn, uh, but he was a lot bigger um, and a good opponent for Michael Elgin. Uh, this was really good, really hard hitting back and forth. In the end, though, the North runs in and delivers uh, the belt to Elgin, who then crushes Moonshine over the head for the win. I gave it three and a half star because of the ending. They could have really done something better with that. <clears throat> then we had one of my favorite matches of the evening, which was Eddie Edwards versus Gino. Gino, kind of similar to Eddie Edwards, although a little bit more of a Dan bod on him. He'd been around for a long time, apparently. Uh, going back and forth, hard hitting, very strong style match. Really good. I really liked it. And they need to bring more of, even more of that. Uh, Gino actually hits the Scarlet Letter. It's kind of like an eat defeat uh, move that Gail Kim uses through the ropes. He kicks the ropes first and Eddie Edwards kind of gets um, crotched. Uh, four stars for this one. Then we had a four-way female match. It was AQA versus Haiyan versus Sue Young versus Tessa Blanchard. Uh, this was also very good. Both AQA and Haiyan very good. Uh, Sue Young a little sloppy. Tessa Blanchard on point. Um, she hits Magnum on Haiyan to win uh, and uh, gains uh, a title shot. Uh, on uh, on AQA, who was a champion. So she's going to go return to ROW and face AQA, who was the women's champion. Uh, it was way too short. <clears throat> this match was way too short. should have been a lot longer, and that's why I only gave it three and a half stars. Tag team action, Fly Def versus LAX. <clears throat> this one, although Fly Def was interesting, um, had a lot of mistakes. Um... um the Johnson one from the from Flydef super kicks the ref. Uh, Moonshine Mantel comes in, hits Ortiz with a chair, and Flydef hits the finisher on Ortiz, and it ends like that. Four stars though. It could have been even better if there had been uh, so many sloppy mistakes from Flydef. Uh, in the end, we had the main event: Champion versus Champion, Rishon versus Ryan Davidson. Uh, the so. And this is kind of weird because why would you do this if, if you don't want anybody to win the title? I, I wish some. I wish. I mean, I understand that you can't have Impact stars coming in and taking your titles from you. Although I think it would be a boon for a company that ha would have an Impact star as a champion for a little while. It would be bring more uh, attention to that company and stuff like that. Uh, they fight. It's really good match. Uh, different. Ryan Davis does not look like your champion. Uh, your typical champion. Uh, I would have been very indie. I would have rather seen like a mysterious Q or something like that represent ROW, but you know, whatever. Um, the whole locker room empties out and fight. First, it's uh, Sammy Callahan and uh, Terrell. <coughs> and then everybody else uh, comes out, and it's a big melee between everybody, and that is how it ends. And therefore, it is um, all tied up between ROW and Impact Wrestling. Maybe there'll be a new, another uh, ROW Impact Wrestling Challenge. Uh, I gave this, I would say that I would give, if I would rate the two shows, I would give Bash at the Brewery a C, um, where I would give Deep Impact more of a B, B plus. More solid matches all the way through. 
uh, the whole competition between the two companies, not necessary really, because it kind of like told the story that it's probably going to get all tied up and nobody's going to be winning any championships from the other company. So that's basically it. Um, my, I would probably like to see Gino, definitely, or Mysterious Q. Um, but maybe Mysterious Q under another name from ROW, because like, um, he had the whole, he had everything. This, the mask and the whole Mysterious Q part was really weird. Um, Gino, uh, awesome competitor, very Eddie Edwards-like. So but the question is what you do with them. It's all about that you bring in people from other companies and sign them to contract, but what do you do with them? What is their story? Well, that was it. Uh, I would like to thank uh, thank uh, everybody for listening. Don't forget to follow our podcast on Anchor or on Stitcher under the Wrestling Guild. If you want to follow us otherwise, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast under the SLTD Wrestling Podcast Network banner. And don't forget to follow our uh, sponsors, powerslam.tv. Go in, get yourself a free trial, start watching 4,000 hours of independent wrestling where you can probably see all these guys that we've talked about today. Uh, and the, the words of, the immortal words of my uh, podcast partner, Nick E. Anderson, Bob.